Welcome to Real Food, Real Conversations with Sophia DeSantis, where we focus on finding our happy balance between salad and fries. All right, you guys, welcome to episode nine, actually, of Real Food, Real Conversations podcast. I'm so excited because one of my favorite people on the planet is here with me today, Chelsea, and she is my yoga teacher that actually made me realize that yoga wasn't just for woo-woo crazy people. <laughs> Love so. Introduce yourself, Chelsea. Okay. Well, thank you. What an honor to be that person in your life, Sophia. So thank you for that. Um, my name is Chelsea, and I've been teaching yoga for about 10 years. Um, I started at Core Power Yoga and taught for nine years there, and then currently teach at Equinox in La Costa, where I get to see you, Sophia. So that's awesome. And I also teach at The Hot Room, which is a smaller studio in Encinitas, um, and then occasionally do private. So in addition to um, teaching, I have three beautiful little girls, not so little actually anymore, a 12-year-old, an eight-year-old, and a seven-year-old. So, um, but funny enough, I also had a similar story to as you did when I entered yoga in that I felt like there's no way I could fit in here. Um, I'm totally different than anyone who does yoga. I'm way too crazy and way too high-strung for this, um, but I found you know, a teacher that I connected with and, um, it opened up a lot of doors. So I'm thankful for that and thankful that we got to meet. Absolutely. And that's kind of how, so I was always, before I really got into yoga, I'd done yoga before it wasn't new to me, but I was always the like crazy running boot camp. Like I felt like I needed that to like get all my stress out. But once I started realizing that, um, well, I, A, I was older and I felt like my body was just different when it came to exercise. And I, it all kind of started with my business coach that I met that has become a friend of mine, but she told me a lot of like hard truths and she's that very straightforward, like New Yorker. And she was just like, she told me a lot of hard truths, like A, you do too much, but you need to take care of yourself. Like all these things. I started realizing that, um, maybe learning how to like deal with, cause I'm an anxiety ridden person, deal with it in a more breathing slowness type of way. Maybe that would help. But I always was like, there's no way my mind's going to settle down. And yeah. that's probably a story I told myself from the time I was little, because I was raised with a mother who worked full time, yet cooked all homemade meals and helped us with homework and did all the things. And really it's, she, my parents have, you know, they're amazing people and they're definitely my heroes because both of them are from Greece. I'm first generation. My dad was, you know, lived in the city. His dad was a doctor. He had a more like, you know, normal kind of childhood ish, but my mom was raised in the, the village in this tiny village in the mountains and had nothing. Like she came from nothing. Like she came to the United States and like put herself through graduate school at Chico state and washed dishes and lived with her sister, like craziness. And my parents got married, we had nothing. And so they worked their butts off to give us everything. And now they have, they're like retired cushy, you know, very well. They travel all over the world. And, but all of that was like huge for them. Like they went from nothing to something. And so my mom, that was her 
that was who she is, even as a retired person, like she's so busy, I, I, she doesn't sit down and that's how I am, but our brain is constantly moving. So for me, yoga, I was like, yeah, right. Am I ever going to quiet my brain? And when I did it, I did it out of desperation in the sense that I had some major anxiety stuff going on. I'm like, I need to change things. So yeah. I never thought I'd be where I am now. That's for sure. Yeah. I think for a lot of people, I mean, especially in this Western world, like we enter yoga, like you and I did for the physical reasons, right? Like for either because we're getting older or we're super athletic and we want to be more agile and more flexible, or someone told us yoga is really good. Um, but I too, you know, started, you know, with the Bikram or the Bikram style yoga, 105 degrees, super intense. Um, and that's right what I used to do. Yeah. And so I think it was kind of a more, um, an easier transition, right? Because we weren't talking about like our subconscious or being mindful. We were, it's really the, the Bikram style is really about the physical, physical aspects of the postures and, and, and the postures themselves. And so for us, like, you know, that, that was easy to understand. Like I too also ran marathons and always worked out. And it was like, if it was hard, it, it was never hard enough, you know? Yeah, totally. And I think, so I think like the power vinyasa style yoga that we both do and that Bikram style lends itself very nicely to it. And for some of us, it might be years that we need to be in that space. And then at some point, like you did clearly and myself as well, you start to feel different and you're not really sure why, or it's that like one or two times that you're in Shavasana or even in a posture and like you feel something and you're like, where did that come from? Or what was that all about? And just the opportunity to pay attention to that thought is like, hmm, it's like interesting enough. And then I think that's what like really opens the door to what really, what yoga can really be about for you, you know, other than just the flexibility and strengthening. Well, it's crazy though, because I just started realizing, and I don't know if it's just because I've been home and been able to, because I do this, I actually watch Chelsea's live from home. I do (laughs) her classes and other classes, but. I don't know if it's just because I've been home and been able to focus more or because I'm really doing yoga more now than I did before because I, A, for my sanity and B, um, it's just the one thing that I feel like I can do from home. And I started doing that the first couple of weeks and I just, all of a sudden it clicked to me that my body is actually stronger than it's ever been. It's insane. Like yeah. how strong I am. I've never I mean, the strength that I've gotten just from yoga is insane. And I used to do heavy weighted. I mean, it's almost like your body, when you do boot camp and weights and stuff, you're targeting certain muscles, which is great. But I almost like feel with yoga that you're target. It's like you're teaching your body how to talk to itself. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, absolutely. And like, even in the yoga scriptures, it says that, you know, you can work on the outside of your body through the inside. And so that when that shift happens for you, and it's not just about like how strong my abs are, how tight my legs are, then there is a whole shift in, in the way you look at things and, um, how you feel. And so it's a, definitely a transform, you know, transformative process. And I think that, you know, you mentioned, you don't know why, Um, you know, you're kind of leaning into the yoga right now even more, but I think that's like the beauty of yoga is that it is there for you. 
in times of like radical transformation. And that's what we're all going through right now. Mm -hmm. And so you hear these little things, you know, hopefully in class or you're reading about like being aware, creating stories and letting go. And you're like, okay, yeah, I can digest that. But then it's like all at once, bam, you have this situation where it's like, okay, practice, practice all yeah. this learned right now. And so you're like, yeah. wait a second. I know I've heard some of this. I, I understand some of it. I can apply it like right now, you know? Totally, totally. And I just, I feel like it, I don't know. It just is so weird. I just feel like as I, I, I crave it, like my body craves it now, like it used to crave the other things. It craves the movement. And I feel so much better after doing a class. It's just nuts. I, yeah. there's just this, and I'm able to focus so much more, which you think you wouldn't be. And of course I have plenty of moments that I lose my focus, but it's, I feel like once you realize, cause I, I've had a lot of people say to me, well, yoga isn't good enough exercise for me. I need more than that. And I, I just want to say to them, I used to think that too. Yeah. yeah. But once you really real yoga and you realize you're supposed to be actually like using your muscles, people yeah. can do yoga without using your muscles. That that's easy. Yeah. Well, and real strength can be built in stillness, like holding something for a 100%. really, like energetically and physically, you know, just where I think we get in this mindset that like faster, stronger, harder is better. And, and my opinion is the reason why we feel like that. And you and I felt like that as well is because that's what our nervous system is doing all the time. Like we're yeah. like, go, 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 go. And like, when, and I see people, you know, at Equinox in the gym, and I know I've mentioned this before in class, but you can see, you know, uh, particularly, I think a lot of women, you know, come in and take like two, three classes, then they're hitting it up in the weights. And you could just tell that they're like trying to work something out. They don't realize that that's what's happening, but they're like, no, I got to get the double in. I got to get the class in. So if, if I was just so insane, right. But if I was to pick them up and put them in my class and tell them to breathe for a minute, they might be like, forget it. There's no way. Like my nervous system, I can't slow down enough. I hate yoga, you know? And so then yeah. they leave. Oh yeah, yoga is just not for me. And then that story starts to create, right? Like, oh, yeah. it's not, I'll never do it. It's actually funny because I have a friend who yoga, she says, it's just not for me. I've tried it. It's just not for me. Well, she hurt herself and she needs to do something. And her um, doctor told her, hey, maybe try some yoga. And this was like, gosh, months ago. And um, I said, she's, and I, she, uh, you know, asked me like, hey, you know, I know you do yoga. It's not for me, but do you have any classes that, you know, you can give me? And I was, and this was like before. And I was like, well, you can go to Equinox or whatever. And she's like, well, I kind of want to do something from home. And I was like, okay, well, so I gave her a few like ideas or whatever. And it's interesting because now after she's done it for a little bit, she's like, that's crazy. Like I actually, she's starting because that's the thing people think that it's not for me, but it's like, really, what isn't, why, what is really anything out there that really isn't for you if you don't give it a shot? Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. And I, it's, and it's like, it's a process. And for some moments in time, like I know for me, I'll only do yoga and like, that's just in that moment in time or those moments, like that's what I, my body needs, my mind needs. And there'll be other times where like, you know, I always do yoga, but at, I might, you know, go out in the gym a little bit more or take like boot camp and stuff. So, I mean, I think everyone kind of has to naturally go through their process, but like in that example, she had to be 
um, you know, kind of her story had to shift. It had to, because she had no other choice. Yeah. Right. And so, like if you start to shift the story, then you're like, Oh, okay, well maybe I can be open to this. And I think, you know, some, like, I, I agree with you completely. It's like, why can't people just be more open? And I think like, if you haven't experienced that openness before and being like, Oh, okay, well there is another way to look at this, then you're not used to it. And so you just don't do it, you know? Um, but I think once you get into the practice that starts with yoga or it can start with yoga yes. where you're like that example happens like you and I, we don't like it. It's not for us. Then all of a sudden for some reason, some external circumstance or whatever, we find ourselves there. And then we're like, wait a second, I was wrong. This, or at least right now it's right for me. And then maybe there are other areas in my life where yes. I might not right for me, but maybe it is right for me. And I'm just telling myself it's not for, because that's the narrative I'm holding on to, you know? So no, totally. I, that's kind of how I feel. I feel like that's how it started for me too. Like I, I don't like change. I, I'm not going to like, especially with like technology and yeah. change is really hard for me. You do a great um, job, particularly with technology. All your tips always help me. So thank you. Well, but see, when I get to know something, I'm great at it. And I'm actually pretty intuitive. I'm good at it, but I don't like, for example, if like my husband laughs at me because he like offers to get me a new phone and I'm like, nope. Yeah. He's, he's like, you're such an old grumpy man. I'm like, I'm like my old one. It's totally fine. And that's, I don't, I don't, I don't like, you know, when programs change, when this changes, like there's an update or something, I have to learn something. And I'm like, Oh, I don't like change. But when I started realizing how much yoga could actually benefit me, it, it made me relax on a lot of other things that need yeah. to change. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I say that, I know you hear me say this all the time in, in yoga, but is that you really can use yoga as a, as kind of a metaphor, draw at least draw parallels with like how you talk to yourself and how you treat yourself and what your narrative, what your story is with the physical postures, because almost always you can draw parallels with how you're reacting to other things out totally outside. And hundred you know, percent, you know, like you and I both, and still, I, we, I know you and I both do this, but we're 10, we're people that were like, yes, we can do it. Absolutely. For sure. We can do it. Like, that's just my tendency. If someone asks me about something, I'm really kind of uncomfortable, but I'm like, yep, I'll do it. Same thing in the yoga room, right? It's like the teacher offers, well, here's A, B, and C variation. I'm like, okay, just give me D. Like, I've got it. Like, it, yeah. you know, but it's not always what I need. And that's not always like what my body is ready for. But in yoga, I'm like, there I go again. Like, that's the pattern that keeps coming up. And probably that pattern is really, you know, happening outside the yoga room. So for me, it's those moments to go like, okay, what came up for me? Why was that happening here within the physical practice in yoga? And then now how can I draw some other parallel with like, is this really serving me outside the yoga room? So it can no, be, you know, exactly. Well, and that's kind of like what I, for sure. And one thing that I have noticed a difference is because before it was like, if I'm going, because for me, I'm not the multiple class person. Like, I don't know how people take like two, three, four classes. I'm like, do <laughs> not have anything else to do in life because I barely can fit in one. Yeah. Um, but for me, it was always like, if I have this one class, it needs to be the hardest, best, whatever class, because I need to make use of my time. So that's why I was always like, no, I'm not doing yoga. Like I have one class, you know, right. but then when I start doing it, realizing, wow, like I actually, this is actually very physically challenging. Yeah. I started thinking, okay, well, if I'm going to do yoga, it's physically challenging. I'm always going to go to the highest in my yoga class. So I'm always going to do D or whatever. And 
what's interesting, I'm seeing the shift lately is more even just doing the online classes that some days I'm doing the chin stand and some days yeah. I'm not. And my mind is sort of saying, do the chin stand, you know, ignore what your body needs, do the chin stand right. so you can get the best. I'm actually accepting like, I don't need to do the chin stand today. Yep. Yeah. It's totally fine because that's not where I'm at. I'm kind of tired. I didn't sleep well last night and I'll just, you know, I'll see where I am tomorrow and I'll do. So now my mind's like, I'm, I'm almost to the place I think where it is a good place, but now I catch myself saying, well, I'm going to allow myself not to do the chin stand today, but tomorrow I'm going to make sure I work really right. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think what yoga does is you feel connected to yourself, right? Like you feel connected. And even if it's just for one minute, even if it's either like the very beginning posture and you're breathing or the very end and you're breathing, you, your nervous system more than likely, again, it could be 30 seconds. For some of us, it's, it could be 50 minutes, slows down your heart and your mind feel connected. You feel at ease. And then all of a sudden your body's like, wow, I, I liked that. Like my mind, I liked that feeling. Why can mm -hmm. I not, why don't I get to have that more? And then we, you know, we open up the yoga room door, we go out and we go back to our like running from one place to the next one, to the next. And then we're like, wait, we remember that feeling we had for like a second when we were like connected and we felt good. And we felt like, um, again, everything was working, our heart and our mind was working. Then I, that's where I think the craving comes in. And then you're like, wait, gosh, I really, I need this. Like I need it more. And then when you're feeling connected, you realize why beat myself up? Like what, like that, I can't beat myself up and feel connected at the same time. So you start to feel like, okay, well, I'm going to accept this is how I feel in the moment and I'm going to go with that. And like, that's perfect. And I think if you, that understanding that, uh, those philosophies in the yoga room or outside, especially with, with, with what everyone's going through right now, I think is absolutely life-changing. And I've started seeing it for sure. And, and those of you that are listening, I'm hoping that by the time this episode releases, we'll be out of this, but yeah. Um, if we're not, <laughs> I'm hoping that by then I've really done a lot of yoga because it's going to, holy moly, I'm like ready. So um, I just wanted to thank you so much for coming here with me and chatting and you were just a wealth of information and I so appreciate it. Every time we chat, it's just amazing. And just thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate it again. I'm so grateful to you and I'm like your dedication and your support and all that has been awesome. And I'm just so grateful that we met and I get to learn more about how um, to cook healthy and fun and to have balance. And I just, I, I definitely had that story in my head that like, Oh, vegan, it's like, you're either in or you're out. So yeah, totally. Everybody does. Cause that's the way it's presented. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's so not true. I mean, most of us do better with more plants in our lives because plant is plants have, you know, all these amazing nutrients. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that's all it has to be, you know, like period. And that's like, I don't know. So I'm hoping to create that space, but I so appreciate it. And, um, I, this whole exercise food and how they all kind of tie in together and they're not separate, you know, what, how you feel your body and how you feel is like so interconnected. And I've learned that so much. Um, so next episode, that's what we're going to talk about is how exercise and food um, work together to get you to your ultimate self. Um, awesome. So thanks you guys for li listening and thanks for being here, Chelsea. Thank you so much, Sophia. I really appreciate it. And I'll see you 
on live feed soon and hopefully in the studio very, very soon. Oh my gosh. Yes, please. All I'll right, you guys. Good. Thanks for listening. Okay. Take, thank you. Bye. Bye.